0: Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2715. So the Bring Home the Bounty series is rolling on. They had the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm logo on their icon situation this week. And we're going to talk about whether anything actually panned out with that. And also talk about the stuff that they released, which seems to suggest a few things for season 3 of The Mandalorian. Yeah, we're looking a year out now. Punch it! <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the Bring Home the Bounty thing is at week 9 out of 12 right now and as I mentioned at the top, Lucasfilm 50th Anniversary logo on there but yeah, not so much. I mean, there has been some 50th Anniversary merch, you know, a little bit here and there and some of the products they've released have had a 50th Anniversary logo on them but there hasn't necessarily been anything strong Strongly indicative of, hey, this is a big 50th anniversary celebration. So, yeah, maybe there's still more to come. Obviously, <laughs> there's still some time left in November, and the actual anniversary is tomorrow. December 10th. So who knows? We'll have to see if they have more up their sleeve about it. In the meantime, the Book of Boba Fett finally started getting some real, you know, action figure stuff for the Bring Home of the Bounty situation. So the Black Series, Boba Fett with the Throne Room paren on it has been revealed and also a Fennec Shand action figure has been revealed. But they only gave it a first look, so we don't have any information about the Fennec Shand action figure. Specifically, we don't have information about her backstory, the kind of stuff that they usually include with the product description. We got basically the same one that we already had with Boba Fett, that he is you know, a survivor and managed to you know, live another day after escaping from the Sarlacc, and that's it. So nothing particularly new about him. I think the big things in terms of things that are worth discussing have to do with Mandalorian related releases. And they are backwards looking releases, but they sort of raise questions about what we might encounter in season three of the Mandalorian. So yeah, they have an incinerator trooper and what they call an imperial stormtrooper, Peren Navarro Cantina, but is described as an elite shock troop and, or shock trooper, I'm sorry, And so, you know, that sort of brings to mind the whole Imperial Remnant idea, and that's great. So yeah, fanatical stormtroopers and stormtroopers who are armed to deal with fire, basically. So yeah, there wasn't necessarily anything exciting or new and different about that, but... Grogu was included with some of these you know, action figure pairings, like the Incinerator Trooper comes with a Grogu figure, and there was an Ahsoka Tano one that also came with a Grogu figure. Ahsoka Tano's description is the same thing that we've heard before. The Grogu thing was kind of interesting, because usually it's been something like, oh, you know, the fan favorite that's also known as Baby Yoda, blah, blah, blah. This time, they're actually describing him as a mysterious alien who is uh, being pursued by bounty hunters on behalf of imperial interests. And that's what I mean when I say it's sort of backward looking because, yes, he was pursued by bounty hunters on behalf of Imperial interests, but now that he's been handed over to Luke Skywalker, what's going to happen? Are we actually going to see Grogu again in Season 3 of The Mandalorian? It seems like we're not set up for that. It seems like we're really set up for Mandalorian inter-Clan, inter-House drama more than anything else, and with Moff Gideon stoking the Flames of Division on the side sidelines. And it's kind of hard to see somebody kidnapping Grogu away from Luke Skywalker, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I feel like we'll see Grogu again eventually. It does seem like they couldn't possibly stay away from him for the rest of the series. But, yeah, season three, eh, yeah, not so much. It seems like more focused on Mandalorian stuff. And so, to that point, they have another version of the Armorer figure that's coming out. Here's the refresher on this. And I think this is pretty much the same as it's been Uh, the Armorer plays a vital role in keeping the culture of the Mandalorians alive. She forges Beskar armor in the ancient tradition of her people. So there's that. And it seems like, you know, if we're going to get into Mandalorian stuff, we're going to re-encounter some members of that Mandalorian covert that we saw in season one of The Mandalorian. And certainly the armor. Seems like a prime candidate for that. Now, in line with the conversation we had earlier this week about uh, Natasha Liu Bordizzo and the potential for Sabine Wren appearing in Season 3 of The Mandalorian, I decided to go have a look at Emily Swallow's Instagram and Twitter to see if there are any clues on there. Emily Swallow is, of course, the actress who plays the armorer in The Mandalorian. And there isn't really necessarily anything that jumps out. There are a lot of Comic-Con appearances with photos that are just, you know, know wonderful and heartwarming but she actually lives in southern california and of course southern california is where they're filming the mandalorian so just because she posts things in southern california that doesn't necessarily mean that she's there specifically filming the mandalorian but gosh i gotta say it seems like it would be silly not to have her back for season three And as yet another sort of backward looking thing, there's another Moff Gideon action figure release, a different type of Moff Gideon action figure, I think, in the carbonized line. And so the description there is also the same. That's clever and formidable. Moff Gideon values power and knowledge. He wields the ancient Darksaber, an artifact of great import to Mandalorians. So good to be reminded of how important the Darksaber is. But he's not wielding that thing anymore. And I can't honestly say I see him getting that thing back. So. Yeah, not really giving us a clue in that regard either. There is one thing that may actually be straight up new, but it's so awkwardly written that it's almost hard to tell. So there's a Mission Fleet series of toys that Hasbro puts out. They're basically targeted for younger fans. And so this is the name of this thing they released. It's called the Star Wars Mission Fleet Stellar Class Bo-Katan Gauntlet Starfighter Starfighter Siege 2.0 five inch scale figure and vehicle, etc etc And yes the word starfighter is repeated twice with no punctuation in between. so it's like gauntlet starfighter, starfighter siege. What is that about? But the bullet points on this thing may clear it up. The first bullet point is Bo-Katan, and it talks about her being a gifted warrior, and so on and so forth, and there's nothing necessarily new in that. But the second bullet starts out as Starfighter Siege, and it describes the Gauntlet Starfighter. And so what I'm thinking is that Siege may actually be the name of bo ship. There are other Gauntlet Starfighters that have been kicking around in various Star Wars stories. For example, Maul had his own Gauntlet Starfighter, which was called the Night brother but there aren't a lot of named gauntlet starfighters out there so it's you know, kind of rare at least as far as you know things that have been offered up to us as fans of various star wars storytelling and you know, vehicles in specific but I think it looks like the Bo-Katan ship maybe named the siege based on this and that's kind of a neat little tidbit to have And so there you go. Not necessarily a consequential week in the whole bring home the bounty thing, but certainly stuff that makes you go, hmm, as the (laughs) old song goes. And that today is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.